This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Catherine Durso. Today's episode was actually requested from one of you lovely listeners, and uh, I'm just going to talk to you girls about it because I know that a lot of you um, are in that transition in your life where you want to move in with someone or, you know, kind of take things to the next level with your spouse. And I just want to give you, you know, my two cents on the situation. I'm definitely open to the experience, but I feel like um, being there and experiencing those particular things, uh, I need to give you some tea. Okay, I got to give you some heads up because it can be a very interesting thing living with another person, okay? It doesn't matter if it's your significant other. It doesn't matter if it's a roommate. Honey, hell, it can be your parents, okay? It can be intense when you live with someone else. And I just think that if you are like myself and you like to keep your energy uh, at a certain peak, then you really need to consider who you're living with and how you're living and what you're doing, okay? Because that would definitely determine a lot within your own personal growth and your own personal evolution. So before we do that, though, you already know, I'm going to thank you for tuning into this episode. I love you girls so much. I feel like we have personal relationships. You all send me, you know, DMs and emails and we chat back and forth. And I just really appreciate it. Um... It, it helps me a lot, you know, and I love to give advice. That's like, that's like my high. That's like gets me going. So when you all, you know, ask me questions and whatnot, I'm like, yeah, tell me, you know, if I got the time, I'll definitely respond or I'll make time. Uh, so, yes, I love you, girls. So be sure to continue to share the podcast with other like minded women and men. OK, so that way we can continue to grow this podcast and uh, expand in some amazing ways. So uh, first thing is when it comes down to this episode, right? All right. <laughs> So, moving in together. Ah, All right. So, for me, I grew up in a household where, and this is no shade, no offense, and I know my mother listens to this podcast, but I grew up in a household that was a tad bit on the negative aspect. Um, You know, very kind of like closed-minded, kind of working with the tools that you have, kind of a a situation. Um, My mother wasn't a bad mother. I think that my mother just didn't have certain tools to help her to really elevate us and evolve us in the ways that, you know, now being an adult and now being a mom that we needed to be elevated in. Like, you know, expressing the importance of education, cleanliness, you know, confidence, just all these other things. And... Um, now being a mom, I'm like, man, you know, those are really key gems that you need to make sure you pass down because life is crazy out here. And so, um, growing up in that environment, um, I always knew I was different. I knew I was different from my brothers. I knew I was different from other family members and even some of my mother's friends and associates because I was a very positive person. I've always been a positive creature. Um, I always see optimism in things and I like to see, you know, just the brighter side of life. I like to have fun. I'm not the kind of person who is really like, um, I, I have of course been, you know, experienced depression and experienced feeling low, but Um, For the most part, I just like to be happy, you know, and when you're in an environment where you can't necessarily be your authentic self, that hinders your growth because you begin to feel like something is wrong with you because you are the opposite of your environment. And a lot of us experience this with our parents, right? Because we don't choose our parents, of course, and we don't, we can't really tell them how to behave, even if we have a certain sense of enlightenment. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can be enlightened. Hell, my six-year-old tells me tea all the time, honey, and she gets me together, okay? Like, so I know that, you know, maturity, age, all that doesn't really play a complete factor. I think the main thing is, is that, like, When you're a kid, you can't really tell your parents like, hey, you really shouldn't talk to me like that. Hey, you know, that hurt my feelings because they will get offended and probably chastise you in some degree. So what happened is, is that like, 
you begin to feel like something's wrong with you because everyone is different from you. And then you begin to question your own happiness and question your goals and question, question, question everything. And that's kind of how my life went. You know, I've always been a certain kind of way but my environment was very different. So at a certain point in my life, I just began to embrace who the fuck I am and embrace what I'm about. And I found myself in relationships with men who some of them were on the same wavelength and we got along extremely well, optimistic, seeing the future. Like even if they weren't in their best financial state or their best mental state, they still saw optimism. But then I've also too dealt with guys who were not optimistic, honey, and they look at things for reality. And, you know, to be honest, I was in a relationship with someone for a very long time where it was like negative Nick all the time. Like this guy could not see the future. Like he couldn't see like, okay, you know, if we work hard, save up, stack up, expand our empire that we can get all the things that we want to get. No, it was like he wanted to focus on working a nine to five and having this limited mindset, kind of having this mindset where it's like, you know, um, a very low man's mentality. Let's just say that. And I say low man in terms of, um, this is my philosophy in life. And I, I don't believe there's a lot of other people that believe the same thing. Everyone is in different categories. Okay. So you have people who are at the bottom of the totem pole, meaning like those are the quote unquote servants. Those are people who serve the people, right? So you see them working at restaurants, you see them, you know, doing some type of service act. Then you have another level of people who are the facilitators, right? So the facilitators are the people that, you know, take um, kind of like take advice, insight from other people, and then they facilitate these particular actions. Usually those people are like supervisors, things of that nature. But then you have the executor. Okay, like the executor is the one who comes up with the plan, who organizes the plan and then fully execute it and then have the facilitator and the servant. And I could use a different word than servant, but, you know, not like servant in a negative way, but, you know, someone who serves. He uses or she uses those two categories to be able to facilitate, execute what needs to be done to ultimately reach their common goal. So there's different levels of life and you have to figure out which person and where do you fit in at. Most people don't want to be servants, but they find themselves in servant situations. And that's usually because your mindset hasn't really expanded you to believe that like, hey, you know, I can be the executor. I can tell people what to do. I don't have to be boggled down, you know, time wise and I don't have to have a limited mindset. I could really be the one who says, hey, I'm the visionary and I need people to execute because there's always positions just like with, you know, low class, middle class, high class, like there's levels to this shit. And so for me, I'm the type of person that I've always been a boss. I've always loved that expansive having my own control kind of situation. I, I never really liked being a servant. Okay, now I've had my experiences of a servant and facilitator, but the one that fits best for me is executor. I love to have a vision. I love to use my brain, but I don't, I'm not always the one who gets it done. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my thing. I've tried it. Trust me, you. Okay, but that's not my thing. I'm, uh, I think different. So when you're in a relationship or when I was in a relationship, I should say, with someone who really didn't think like me and who did not have the same execution mentality, it caused our relationship to go south, to be honest with you, because I was fighting someone who um, really didn't see like me and they didn't envision things like me and they would just try to bring me down. Like, and what I realized was... Um, it had a lot to do with my personal self. 
Like, I think my the way I reviewed myself was an executor, but I think that because of my past experiences and different things, that, that idea got conflicted. And because it got conflicted, I think I put out a certain type of energy that indeed attracts someone who was not, who may have been conflicted as well. To be honest with you, when I look at it, I'm like, maybe he was a little conflicted because he portrayed the role of an executor, right? But when it came down to nitty gritty and planning, nah, 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 he was a servant, okay? He ain't had no foresight, no vision, no nothing. He just wanted to do whatever somebody told him to do, you know? And the thing is, is that, you know, maybe it was something off with me. And so therefore, that's why I attracted that type of person. But it was a very crazy experience being with someone like that. Now, when it comes down to being in that type of trapped kind of situation, a trapped mentality in a relationship that's trapped, um, it can be very uh, hard for you to get out, okay? So now, when you get out of, say, let me just say, let me just give you an example of, let's follow this example of parenting, right? So if you're in a household where your parents are negative, your family is negative, blah, 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 or at least you're just not on the same page, you know? Like, you're optimistic, they're not, not, so op- not so optimistic. You know, it's just like a little conflict here, right? When it comes down to a certain age and a certain point when you can get out the house, like you can walk on your own independently with nobody following you around, um, that's when you can start taking control of your sanctuary. Now, it doesn't matter where you lay your head down at. It really matters about how you think about things, how you perceive things, and what you do with your time to disconnect from your current situation. So one thing that I will always do is I would go to the library. I would try to go to the coffee shop. I would try to go places where I could be safe but then also to be around people who are very similar to myself. Like if you go to the library, you'll find a variety of different type of people, but you'll find a certain type of people, people who are actually into the intellectual side of things, right? You can find someone, if you go to the philosophy section or the business section, you will see your own kind there. And there's something about seeing your own kind that makes you feel, you know, it makes you have a sense of kinship. And that's what can motivate you through those years of parental, you know, when you are feeling trapped, you have to disconnect and go around your people. Now, I would strongly suggest that you go around people who are going to elevate you as well because it doesn't make sense to go from one uh, negative, possibly chaotic situation where people probably do care about you and do, you know, care about your overall well-being to go in a situation where it's dangerous, you know, drugs or alcohol may come into play and a lot of foul shit may take place, you know? I just don't think that that's the best place for you to to be at and place to be, you know, uh, to engage yourself with, right? So the thing is that if you are stuck in a situation as far as your parental, then of course, you know, this is how you get out. You find different ways to, you know, um, entertain yourself away from the people who are not on your same wavelength. Now, as you continue to grow and evolve, what will happen is you begin to attract certain things to you. So if you are young, let's just say if you're 20 years old, right? And you're living at home with your parents, well, well, you're going to school or you're working or whatever, right? And you're like, Catherine, I don't have no money. I don't have no way to get myself out of the situation. So what you start doing is you start leaving. You start you know, making sure you're, of course, on curfew. You don't want to be disrespectful, but you want to leave out. You want to go and do your own thing. And then what you want to do is you want to make sure you come back and be respectable and you process the people in there accordingly. Like when you are on an elevated mindset, certain shit don't really phase you anymore, right? Like if you've decided that you're going to focus on your goals, you're going to get your shit together, you're going to get healthy, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. When people start acting crazy and people start doing behaviors that you're familiar with, but you don't like want to engage with, you'll kind of look at them as like a child, right? You'll kind of look at them as somebody who doesn't know any better and is honestly just lashing out because of their emotions, you know, but it's not going to phase you the same way. And so that's what I'm trying to get you at is mental conditioning to the point where 
the outside world doesn't really bother you. It's like you become you go into a bubble because in real life you have to be in a bubble. They say that you're supposed to mix and mingle with other people and da 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 da. But yes, that that's partially true. But if you don't have a bubble, meaning like how we talked about blueprints, how we talked about like an understanding, a foundation, you're going to be all over the place because of the fact that like you know you're going to be influenced by other people and other people are going to be able to sway your opinions and then you're just going to have a sense of chaos that is unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? So. What I'm telling you girls is this, when you create the bubble, right, and and you start doing things that you want to do, you start looking at the crazies, you know, for who they are and for what they are, and what will happen is you will begin to start attracting new energy, new things, new people. Now, you have to make sure you're optimistic, though, knowing that your situation will change. Now, knowing that your situation will change, when you put that good positive energy out there and you say, you know what, I'm going to get out the situation, things are going to be great for me, you start seeing the positive in all situations because there's always positive in everything. And when you start focusing on that, you're going to start attracting certain people, certain things, certain opportunities, strictly because of the fact that you are positive. It has nothing to do with the work that you put in. It's Because the thing is, is that it's really all in our heads. See, us humans, what, what causes us to actually be great, be financially successful, be, you know, wealthy in whatever degrees you want to, you know, consider wealth, you have to have your mind right. It's all in the mind. Because if you believe something, you can create it. You know, us humans, they don't teach us that, how powerful we really are. And so when you think these things of positivity and whatever, whatever, it's it puts out this like aura, you know. And scientists have actually captured this thing where if you are in a negative state, if you're in a positive state, you can see the rays, the, the energy that comes off of your body. So when you are positive, naturally, positive things will be attracted to you. And this is as basic as science, you know what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying to you girls is, is this. When you get in your bubble, you think positive, you will find the right people that will accompany you and the right opportunities that fit within your repertoire. You understand? Now, let's just say how we talked about parents. Let's just say you're in a relationship, right? And you're in a relationship with a negative Nick or a negative Nancy. You are in a relationship with someone who is not optimistic and who literally mimics the the, the example that I gave as far as the parents are concerned. You know, just kind of like, you know, just not really on your same page. Again, you have to do the same thing. You're going to have to go do activities by yourself. You're going to have to go places and do things. Honey, I go out on date nights all the time. I'm talking about multiple times per week, honey. I love to be by myself. I mean, I don't want to be by myself, but because of my relationship dynamics, um, sometimes I'm forced to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that like, we're just not rocking, you know, like he's not really a positive person like that. So it's like, ah, I can't really um, be around someone that's not necessarily on my safe wavelength because it, it tarnishes me. It causes me to be negative. It causes me to be a very different person than I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have to distance myself and the girl has to go out and do my own thing. You understand? That's what keeps me going. And I feel like when I started creating my own bubble, I felt like my life got better for me. My mind was clearer. My kids were better. Like I felt like life just looked more beautiful. You know, the trees were a little greener. Like, it's just like my mind really didn't go in this negative space. And even when the person, you know, would try to bring me to that negative tip, I felt like, and even if I went down there with them, I kind of felt like, you know what? Um, I don't know. Like, it didn't bother me as much once I got in my bubble, you know? And, it, and, and then I was able to pull myself out if I did go down that route with them. It was almost like because I had a, a sense of kinship established with myself, certain things just didn't bother me or doesn't bother me, you know? 
Um, and so what I'm saying to you girls is that if you are in a toxic relationship or if you are in a situation where you're just uncomfortable in general, you have to create a bubble in order for you to get out, in order for you to get to the next level. Because if you don't, you'll continuously get fed into the bullshit and you'll continuously find yourself not growing, not evolving, and you can't figure out why. <laughs> and that's because you really just didn't say, you know what, I care for you enough that I am going to protect you, Okay. I am going to make sure that we see positive shit, like, and we just do this thing, you know, and execute because that's really what life is. Now, when it comes down to living with a person, okay, now I had one experience in my life where I had roommates, okay, like this is when me and my husband first started dating and um, he had two roommates, he had his cousin and his best friend. And I had two friends who, they didn't live with me at the time, but, um, you know, they had they were living with their, I think one was living with their grandmother, one was living with their mom or something like that, their parents and stuff. Oh, yeah, it was her parents. And, you know, they were all like, you know, doing their own things. And so I had the opportunity to move into a townhouse. And so I was like, well, since at the time my husband was going through some things with his roommates or whatever, and I was like, okay, you know, do you guys, and like, it was really between the housing, like the place that they were staying at and the roommates. So I was like, you know what, I'm about to move. Do you all want to move in with me and we can all live together? Woo, woo, woo. Nah, I didn't know that I was setting myself up for some bullshit and for some whole bunch of drama, okay? And I'm not saying that every time you get a roommate that it's going to be bullshit and drama. But what I will tell you is I did not know what I was walking into, okay? And it wasn't the people that was the problem. It's the living circumstances that was the problem. See, in order for you to have a household, you have to clean up that bad boy. You have to pay for that bad boy. And things have to be maintained a certain level of order. Like when people leave in and out, when people, you know what I'm saying, like come home, like it has to be some sense of order because outside of your living arrangement, you have to live life. So if you have to deal with, you know, um, you know, uh, going to work, going to school, shit, you got kids, anything where life is, you know, considered things have to have a certain level of normalcy and a certain level of balance. And when you have other people that you live with, you cannot control that. Now that goes for a roommate or with a spouse. You cannot control how they operate. Now the best advice I would say, if you do want to live with someone, is to have an understanding before you move in. But understand the risk that you're taking. See, when people move in together, right? And if everybody's name goes on the lease, everyone is technically responsible. But... If you are a bad bitch like myself, you have to make sure that your shit is on point. So, for instance, right, if you decide to move in with everyone, nine times out of ten, you're spearheading the operation. You're the one finding the people. You're the one talking to the people. You're the one making sure that everybody is on point. But what happens by being a leader, by being a bad bitch, when shit hits the fan, it sometimes falls off on you. Even if all of your all's name is on the lease, because some people do not value their credit, their rental history to a high standard. But you being a bad bitch, you do, because you know damn well that today is today, but you have to think about the future. If you fuck up today, it will mess up your future. Like, that's just inevitable. You know what I mean? And, like, you can do different things to kind of, like, make it work and make it better and have it to overcome. But at the end of the day, honey, you have to really think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. So now, when you get into this lease with someone right and you know you and, and you be the bad bitch that you are sometimes things fall off on you and you need to have that understanding that when you decide to get roommates and you decide to spearhead this thing that they may bail on you and you may have to pay the whole rent by yourself and you may have to make sure that the house is maintained and you may have to make sure that things is on point is it what you want to do and is it what you're supposed to do no 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 Okay, because if everyone is living together, then everyone should be collaborating. But that does not always happen. In every situation, every dynamics, you have a leader 
you have the second and the third person okay and sometimes the wingman which is the fourth okay now the leader a leader is always known okay you can tell who a leader is it's someone who who you know it, they don't necessarily speak loud they speak from an assertive standpoint you know a confidence standpoint they they know you know that like I want to be in the forefront because I know my skill sets and I know that it's best for me to be in the front. You know, usually like you have some people who want to be the leader, uh, but they don't have the credentials. Okay. And then they think that they lead, but they really not. They actually taking you down. Okay. And taking you to negative, negative veal. <laughs> so what you want to do is you want to make sure that like, uh, the roles are identified properly. Let's just say that. Okay. And sometimes in life, naturally the roles get pushed out there. And so, when it comes down to you and what you're doing, you just need to make sure that you understand that if you're the leader, okay, shit may fall off on you and you may have to pick up their bills and you may have to clean up more and you may have to do all these other things. So you need to know that. And that's just a reality. Like I can't tell it to you any other way. So now when you get roommates though, you have to remember that these people manage your energy space. So if you're coming from a situation where it was negative bill and then you're going to an unpredictable bill, honey, you can't control it. You can't control it. And if you're trying to, to to really, 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 really evolve, you got to live by yourself. That's really what I'm that's what I'm here to tell you. Okay? Like when you decide that you want to live with someone, whether it's romantically or it's roommate based, you have to understand that you are bringing someone into your bubble. You are bringing someone into your zone. And unless you have a clear understanding and also to are open Okay, like your perspective has to be wide fucking spread because you have to understand that like uh, people are what they are. And the way you get to know someone best is by living with them. You can see that they leave their drawers on the floor or that, you know what I'm saying, when they take a bath or whatever, they don't clean the tub out right behind themselves. Now, I'm not talking about lazy days because everybody has them. Like every day, I'm sure you do not clean up and I'm sure every day you're not perfection. But you, when you live with other people, you kind of got to be on that, right? Because if you only got one bathroom... It's inconsiderate to leave the damn tub dirty, right? Because you only got one damn bathroom. So, and even if you had two, it's like, you're, you know, you're not going to clean your funk out the tub. And I got to come behind you and clean up your stuff. That's just irresponsible. That's disrespectful. And I just feel like, eh, if you're really trying to evolve, honey, that's something you don't need to deal with. You need to learn how to manage your own space, your own cocoon, your own bubble. So then that way, when you... Um, kind of get to that point in your life, which I think every human does, where they want to companionship and they want kinship in some degrees, you can attract the right people that harmonize with you. Because I have seen greatness, okay, in the flesh. Now, I didn't always believe that it was possible to achieve greatness or to achieve happiness. Because honestly, when I grew up, I never saw people that were really happy. I always saw people that were struggling. I always saw people that were upset about something or always trying to evolve, but never quite evolved. But once I expanded my mind, because like I always tell you girls to educate yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like read things, watch YouTube videos, see how people live in other countries. And not always on a negative tip, just literally like see how people get down. Because this will help you to elevate your mindset and this will help you to calm down tremendously in situations where you feel very panicked. Because there are people out here living their best lives that are not worried about money, that are not stressed out, that are not fighting, that are happy. There are billions of people out here, honey, okay? So with knowing that information, your situation doesn't have to be the way that it is. But if you're going to dive into a new pool, right, then you need to make sure that the water is fine. You need to make sure the water is exactly the way you want it to be. Now, I'm not saying that you need to strive for perfection, 
Because some of us girls, uh, we a little weird. <laughs> okay, we want different things, and we have a, a certain level of, 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 of a certain criteria that I kind of feel like is unrealistic at times. So you want to make sure that you're realistic with the living situation, but understand that you want to make sure that the water is fine. So what I mean by that is this. If you're in a relationship, right, and you're contemplating on should you guys move in together, you need to make sure that the water is fine. And what I mean by that is, is this person... You have you all talked about your finances? Who's gonna pay what bills? Have you discussed how they pay bills? Okay, because some people pay bills right before they do or after they're due or don't pay the motherfuckers at all. Okay, so you need to make sure that this person has an understanding of how bills are done. You also to ask them like, or you can see for yourself with li- with their current living situation. How do you clean up? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do it like once a week? Do you have a schedule? What's your lifestyle like, you know? So then that way you can have a clear understanding of what's happening. But then also too, if you are in a relationship, what I want you to do is look at their behavior. Not the current information that's being displayed right now during the conversation. Not the talk that the person is saying, he or she is saying out their mouth. I'm talking about their pure, hardcore actions. Like take your emotions out of it and just sit back and think and watch. See how they do shit. See, do they have a checking account? You know what I'm saying? How do they how do they organize money? How do they talk to you about money? How do they talk to you about, you know, living situations, right? Because sometimes we find ourselves in situations where our spouse is on a whole nother agenda. Right? Because I've seen people who you're in a relationship, right? And particularly with men, I've seen this. That men have this selfish bubble kind of mindset. I think they just bred like that, probably because the way society has them raised is that they are supposed to provide, you know, and, and have this like macho man, I'm in my own bubble, you know, and I don't really engage with women unless that's what I'm ready to do type mentality. So you find a lot of men that are very self-focused, you know? And so what you want to make sure is, is that if you're in a relationship, number one, with somebody who's self-focused, honey, you need to reevaluate that because you're probably on an us agenda and they're on a me agenda. Okay, and if y'all on two different agendas, baby, you can't accomplish anything. Trust me, I know, okay? You cannot accomplish anything if y'all on the same page. But if this person is displaying behavior to you that's making you feel a tad bit uncomfortable or making your lady senses go, then you need to be alert and say, hey, maybe this isn't the perfect time for us to live together. Because when you are on a agenda where it's like um, all about us, <coughs> oh, excuse me, girls. I knew that that was coming, honey. It's allergy season, okay? So anyway, if you um, are in a relationship with someone who is all about us and all about we, they don't make decisions until they kind of talk to you. And I'm not talking about someone who's not confident. I'm talking about someone who is just courteous, right? Because they know if y'all in a relationship or if you all live together or you have a commitment with each other, that what they do affects you and vice versa. So if you have that understanding, right, and they show you that sense of kindness and they, they don't make moves without consulting with you and you all are on this us lifestyle, then by all means, I think you should consider you are moving in together because of the fact that you have an understanding. In life, it's very important to have an understanding. Where shit goes crazy at is when people do not have an understanding, right? And if you can't get to an understanding with someone, that is a telltale sign that you don't need to live with them or you may not even need to be with them, to be honest, okay? Now, I hate giving you girls that kind of tea and telling you, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. But in my experience, honey, sometimes you need to know straight out because I've had people give me advice and they give me that sugarcoat bullshit and they be like, 
oh, you know, uh, I think you should do what you want to do because, you know, no, girl, I didn't ask you that. <laughs> I'm asking you, what do you think I should do? I want your opinion, your personal opinion. If you was in my situation wearing my shoes, what would you do? That's the opinion that I want. And for the first time, I'm about to give it to you. You know, like if you and this person cannot come up with some type of understanding, if you and this person cannot get on the same page, if this person is not all about us, they're about me. And and again, we got to be realistic, right? Because if you just met this person, uh, it's kind of hard for you to say, hey, you should be about us. Like if you have been dating this person, I want to say honestly, like under a year, maybe a year and a half. It's really still about him. You know what I mean? He's still about himself or she's still about herself. And you should honestly still be about yourself because you're still getting to know them. Like when you're around a person a lot, because this is what we don't think about when we're in relationships. Think about how the real relationship works. When you first meet someone, you're engaged with them all the time. So that means that y'all are constantly going on dates, constantly on the phone, constant, 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 constant. And naturally, if it's something new that's in your repertoire and you are experiencing it, you're going to like it. You're going to um, embrace it. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. But what you want to do is give the situation time, time to evolve, time to grow, time to connect. Because during that time, you begin to see certain things that you were maybe a little bit blinded from in the beginning. And that may not necessarily be negative. Like I've seen some people in relationships, they get together and honey, they ride off into the sunset and they're together forever. Some people don't even argue. Okay. Like there are some relationships like people don't even argue with each other because they got an understanding and they love each other and they're on this same wavelength and whatever conflict they experience, they just deal with it right then and there, have an understanding and move the hell on. So greatness is possible, girls. Okay. It's definitely possible. It's just that, you know, you have to be realistic, optimistic, positive, and open, and you have to go through everything within the process. Now, if you've been with someone for a year or uh, a little bit under a year or even a year and a half, Again, you know, you're still premature, mama, okay? You're still kind of premature. You still don't know how they really, really, really get down, okay? But if you want to dip in that pool, as I said before, have a, a, a sense of understanding so that way you know the water is fine. Because one thing I will say is, is that if you decide to take a leap, right, and you decide to get roommates, you decide to be in a relationship, I want to let you know one thing right now. No matter what happens, if this shit goes south, you can pull yourself back up Learn from this situation and move the fuck on. Okay? Like, that's really what it is. You do not have to feel like my life will be over if it doesn't work out the way I want it to. Because we all make the best decisions for the current moment. And you have to remember that. Like, whatever you've experienced in the past has led you to right here. And then in this moment, in this mindset, you're making the best decision for the situation. And like some of us girls like to get on ourselves and like to beat ourselves up because we're like, oh, I should have did something different. No, mama, you just did whatever you could for that situation. You got to not be so hard on yourself. And you have to realize that like, you know, you did what you what you what you thought was the best thing to do. And that's okay. But if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, okay, like, right, you move in with this person and you see this shit is going south, then you got to go back to your bubble technique, create your bubble, create your sanity, create your synergy. Now, if things start getting physical, right, like if somebody starts hitting on you, you start physically fighting with someone, you find yourself like in like yelling matches with someone, by all means, you got to get the fuck out, right? You got to get out, Because of the fact that, like, that is not what you were on. That was not your agenda. 
And I know that some of us girls, we start shit and we like drama and we like to aggravate people. But you got to be smart, babe, because like if you're in a situation where someone is verbally abusing you or you are being yelled at or everything you're doing is being scrutinized or you're just in a place where shit is just negative. You know what I mean? It's negative. You need to get out. <laughs> and I understand if you're in a lease. OK, if you want a lease, you got to figure out how the fuck you're going to break that lease. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, find the money, work overtime, and get the hell out. You have to focus on mental sanity. Why? Because you're a bad bitch. And number two, you know that if you stay in a toxic situation for too long, that it will offset your future. Because then, once you are brought down into your sunken place, what you're going to have to do is pull yourself back up, okay, some kind of a way, and get back to being on top. Why do that to yourself? If you are seeing the warning signs, you are seeing the stuff that's there, it's like, oh, uh, no, no. Don't go into your sucking place. Rise above all the bullshit. Make a decision that you're going to get out of this situation and move on, my love. Move on, okay? It's okay. Everybody be okay. Do you know how many times people have broken leases? Do you know how many times people have walked out on relationships? Do you know how many times that shit did not go the way it was supposed to? You need to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, things happen. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's just the beginning of a new start. And that's how you have to look at things, okay? Now, when it comes down to it, though, you have to make the best decision for you. But what I would tell you is, listen, if shit is not right, okay, you feel it in your spirit, it ain't right. This person is on a me agenda and instead of an us agenda. If you find yourself, you know, trying to convince people, overly lead people, you can't get an understanding, you can't get on the same page with them, or somebody tells you, oh, I think you should live by yourself and we'll just see how this thing goes. Listen, take all of that stuff as a sign, honey, to live alone, to build yourself up. And when the time is right, the opportunity will present itself. It always does. But you want to make sure that you are right mentally, physically, and emotionally. Okay, I don't want to see you girls in your sunken place. I want to see you leveling up and I want to see you constantly elevating. So to be honest with you, you have to ask yourself, is it the right time to move in together? Because I gave you my tea, right? But you got to make the ultimate decision for yourself. So if you can't make the decision or if you're confused or you're conflicted, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. This is the same advice that I gave the young lady who reached out to me. This is my advice. I want you to go do something fun. Something that will disconnect you completely. Like, go out, and to be honest, what I do, <laughs> sometimes I go out to the club, and I have a couple of drinks, and I just live it up, right? I just be like, party! Like, girl, woo! Okay? I'm talking about, I'm looking the baddest, girl. My tits are sitting up high. Girl, you can't tell me nothing, okay? Now, <laughs> or if I'm not really feeling all that, like all that attention, what I'll do is I'll go out to dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'll go out to eat. I'll have a fabulous time, you know, or I'll do something that will allow my brain to completely disconnect. So once my brain completely disconnect, what I do then is that I, there's a little part of me that's my, 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 my real self, right? She creeps in and she'll be like, so what you want to do? Do you want to go this way? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? What do you want to do? Ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. And so that's my advice to you. What you want to do is have fun, right? Have a great time. So if you go out and, you know, say if you're a little, a little tipsy, right? Um, when you're in the bathroom by yourself, I want you to ask yourself right then and there, what do you want to do about the situation? What do you want to do? And what the first thing that comes to your brain is, because the thing is, is that when we disconnect, we actually are reconnecting. So when you disconnect, you ask yourself and you say, what do I want to do? The first thing that comes to your mind, that's what the fuck you do. Okay, don't don't question it. Don't doubt it. Just say, I'm going with it. 
okay? And some of you girls might feel like, if I'm drunk, am I making the best decision? You got to decipher your level of drunk, because that's why I said tipsy. You don't want to be like <laughs> incapacitated, vomiting, and me like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this particular thing. Like, no, you know what I mean? You might want to wait till the morning before you make that decision. But if you're feeling confident and you're feeling good about what you're saying, if you're like, you know what, I'm out this relationship, or I want us to move in together, or, you know, I want us to do this or, or whatever, and you're feeling it, a hundred percent and you feel like mind body spirit is all together right the gods are like yes do it they do that shit and as i said before realize that you're going to be okay you can get out of all situations and i'm gonna tell you this advice and then i'm gone um <laughs> no matter what decision you make right if the shit goes south you need some key things to get you through it confidence assertiveness you need a plan so aka a strategy Okay, and a belief system that whatever you're thinking, whatever you want to do is ultimately possible. Even though you're low today, you can get high tomorrow. Okay, I'm not talking like literally. Okay, I'm talking about in terms of mental elevation. Okay, you can get where you want to be. It doesn't matter how you feel today. Like it does matter. You know what I mean? And like you want to have your cry and stuff like that and feel down and feel sad and feel depressed if that's how you feel today. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? Because if things don't go the way you want it to go, naturally, this is the emotions that you're going to feel. You're not going to feel strong if somebody hurts your feelings, right? You're not going to feel strong if you're disappointed. Like that's not realistic. But what is realistic is saying, okay, regardless of my down moment, regardless of my disappointment, I can get out this situation because it's not the end of the world, girl. You know what I mean? It's really not. And what you're dealing with is probably minuscule compared to what some other girls are dealing with. Trust me. Okay, girl, you got girls that are dealing with real, real, real trauma. And when they leave a situation, it's really going to affect them or affect their children or affect things in a way where it's like, wow, this will ultimately change the, 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 the direction of my life. You know what I'm saying? There are situations like that. So what I want to say to you girls is, is that regardless of, you know, if you make this move to live together with someone, understand that you're going to be okay afterwards. It's going to be fine. And that everything could possibly work out okay. I'm just giving you all the possible scenarios because I've lived with people before. And I mean, it was cool until it wasn't cool. Okay. Cause I found myself cleaning up and cooking and managing shit. And yeah, I had my kids and stuff, but one of my roommates, she, she had a kid too. Girl, the baby was boo-booing all in my damn house. Girl, the girl was getting up late. Okay. To take care of her kid. Girl, the girl to get up at like 10 o'clock. Girl, babies wake up at six, seven in the morning. How the hell you wake up at 10 o'clock? Who the hell gonna take care of your kid? You know what I mean? I'll have to take care of her baby. Girl, it was insane. Okay. And like, it was to the point where it's like we had no business all living together. Girl, I was paying all the bills, okay? Like, nobody else was paying the bills. I'm like, how do y'all think these lights is on? You know what I'm saying? Invisible man? <laughs> like, you know, it was like irresponsible. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be nice and this, this, and that. And then people was just straight up disrespectful in so many different ways. Disrespected the house. Disrespected me. You know what I'm saying? And what I was trying to do in my, my generosity, because I was paying all the bills. You know what I mean? So the least thing you can do is clean up and take out some goddamn garbage. But no, I got to take it out. All I'm saying to you is, girl, I've been there, okay? I've had roommates before, and shit don't always go the way you think it's supposed to go, okay? Sometimes people don't understand, even when you do implement bills, right? Because I implemented the bill system, people still weren't paying their bills. So I'm like, oh, I don't got it, and this, this, and that, and that, and that. Girl, Carmen don't care if you ain't got it. <laughs> Nightcore don't care if you ain't got it. You better pay it. Okay, you better find it, because if not, this shit gonna be cut off. You know what I mean? But some people don't understand that logic. Some people really, really don't, you know? And I just think that for you and where you're going and what we're talking about here... I just kind of feel like, you know, you want to be optimistic for sure, but you want to be realistic as well. <laughs>
Don't find yourself in some crazy situations, baby. Okay, because I already done warned you. Now, if you find yourself in a situation, that's fine. That's why I gave you the tools to get the hell out and to reevaluate your situation. Okay, you can get through anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay, you might be like, "Hey, I love him. I just met him a month ago, but I love him and I want to live with him." Okay, and my situation is messed up, and like I need to get out and I need to go live with this man or I need to go live with this woman. Listen, that's fine, okay? You might be thinking you're making the best decision, but I want you to be realistic and have the conversation as far as the understanding is concerned because you don't know this person, okay? So that means that you don't know if this motherfucker will lock your ass out, okay? And all your shit will be messed up. You don't know who this person is and mess around and be beating on your kids, okay? You don't know what you don't know. So you need to make sure you have an understanding and some clarity and have the conversation. Not be like, ooh, 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 he's so cute, she's so cute, we're in love. No. Open up your mind mature a little bit baby okay you got to grow up a little bit and be like we're not playing house this is real house this is a real motherfucking house this is real brick and mortar this is not a tent that we made in somebody's backyard or in somebody's living room this is not them little plastic doll houses people be having in their backyard girl this is real okay and like real bills got to be paid because if not real electricity will be cut off okay so <laughs> i love you girls dearly you already know what it is okay we've been talking for over 40 minutes now but i had to give you the tea and i had to help my girl out you know i definitely you know i gave her advice on a personal tip but i felt like you know you can kind of insert yourself accordingly and if some things kind of resonate with you then cool if some things don't resonate resonate with you then that's cool as well but nevertheless though pass this episode on girl because i know it's somebody out there okay in their 20 something 30 something 40 somethings and even 50 somethings honey that's thinking about making a new transition should we move in together and you need to ask yourself a couple of different things have an understanding and have a certain sense of optimism all right so i love you girls deeply and dearly i will talk to you soon you just listened to bad bitch radio and i was your lovely host Catherine deruso <laughs> be sure to check me out on uh instagram and i am cat duro and also to check out the instagram page for bad bitch radio is bad bitch radio underscore and yes we will talk to you girls soon i love you so much ciao